0: Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30 year olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're
1: They're too too old for
0: for TikTok. Somebody come get
1: them. They're too too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Dina. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. It's our first
0: podcast of the new year.
1: We're already up to episode 28 and
0: it is a really good one. Yeah, we had so much fun talking to Eddie. He is the best. I feel like we're all just friends now. We were geeking out over TikTok and creating content and we all like owned video cameras in high school and we we're shooting weird stuff then. So this this one's super fun. We, we started talking about the evolution of content over time.
1: Yeah, he is really the best. And I think all our listeners are going to enjoy it. But very, very quickly, before we get to the interview, uh, we just wanted to mention that we watched the Ratatouille TikTok musical. And it was great. I loved it. It's so much
0: fun. What about you? I loved it. We did a little Zoom viewing. And uh, we were like, waving our hands and singing along. It was so much fun for the briefest of moments. I felt like we were back in a Broadway theater watching a show together, which was very special. So thank you so much to everyone involved in the Ratatouille musical for making it come true. That was really fun to see.
1: Yeah, and thank you to TikTok as always for making that possible, which was, that was really cool part to see that it was all spawned by, by TikTok creations.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. All right, let's uh, let's get to the interview. Eddie
1: Doyle is a content creator that absolutely loves the craft of storytelling. He has over 1 million followers on TikTok. He is also a YouTuber and his channel has over 100,000 subscribers. He's an author, internationally known and locally disrespected Uber and Lyft driver and most notably a grandson. Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, Eddie.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. So you've already been mentioned on the podcast on two separate occasions. So once was as our favorite creator of the week, and once was when we learned of the passing of your grandmother. And your grandmother was my favorite TikTok grandma, because your relationship was super authentic, and she's just hilarious. So you've said this before in your videos, and it's so true. We all felt a connection to her because we see a little of our own grandma in all of your videos. So now that it's been about a month since her passing, we wanted to check in, see how you're doing, and how you're processing everything.
2: Oh, I'm doing good. Thanks a lot for uh, thanks a lot for asking. It's um. You know, one of my favorite ideas, uh, it was actually at a, uh, I was too old to be watching this on YouTube. It was at a Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award, but Will Smith was accepting an award and he said, there's two rules in life, reading and running. And he said, reading's important because no matter what it is you've gone through, somebody else has already had that problem. They figured it out and they wrote about it. And so, (laughs) you know, you mentioned I have a million followers on TikTok. That's kind of you, but I'm very self-aware. I didn't have a million followers. I just happened to have the name on the account, right? I, my grandmother had a million followers and I swear when she passed, it was like nobody ever had this problem before. You know what I mean? Like I had no idea what to do. And I was like trying to figure it out. The, the closest comparison I got, and it was so funny, the person who uh, who thought of this, they actually work in the industry and they were very you know, afraid of offending me which is understandably so i talked about this in my video too like the, the whole topic is very um nobody knows what to say or how to handle it you know um and i'm a lot like my grandmother in that like i don't get offended very easy so i'm fine with you know whatever and she said you know don't take this the wrong way but uh you know i was working with a guy who ran an account for his, <laughs> for his dog and then the dog passed. <laughs> not that your grandmother's a dog and not that she's replaceable like a pet, like another pet, but <laughs> I think, like, no, 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 I get it. But my point is, it's like, it was, um, it was definitely a very unique experience and very, um, just, I didn't know what to do and I didn't really know how to handle it. I still don't really know how to handle it just today. I, I, I haven't been on TikTok as much, um, One of the reasons I love doing this is uh, like the engagement. You know, I love the people. I love getting to know people. I love, um, you know, it's it's just a lot of fun for me. And um, I've been like trying my best just to stay out of the comments and and stuff like that. And just today I I was checking the comments and, you know, somebody, I saw a comment saying she died of COVID-19, which isn't true. I specifically said in my video, she didn't. And, you know, my natural instinct is like, no, she didn't. But then I'm like, you know what? It's just like. It's just it's it's very weird and different. But, um, at the end of the day, it's been like really amazing to see uh, just the outpouring of love and support and kindness. and and uh, again, like you know, you mentioned, but like just how how many people have similar situations or felt the same way or are going through something similar, or, you know, some people message you saying they, you know, lost around the same, lost a family member around the same time. And, uh, it's, it's just really interesting. It's like a reminder how connected, connected we all are. So, um, but yeah, doing good. Thanks for asking. Sorry for rambling.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. I definitely know the exact clip you're talking about, where Will Smith won that Nickelodeon kid Choice. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So, yeah, we were both probably too old to be watching it, but I yeah, know exactly right, what you're right, talking about. Right. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. So, so give us a little bit of background, sort of like how did how did you get started on TikTok? What was your initial thought of it? And then, like, and for our listeners who maybe aren't super familiar, like, sort of describe what your content is and, and how you start came up with the idea.
2: Well, the second part of that question is um, is a little complicated. I guess on TikTok, it's not as complicated. It's pretty much my grandmother. But I just, you know, I've loved ever since high school, I was on like the high school news. And I actually remember a teacher pulled me and a friend aside and was like, you know, we're not taking it serious enough and we're having too much fun. And I'm like, come on, nobody's going to listen to what's for lunch, you know. So I had a lot of fun with it. Um, And, you know, in college, I studied communications at Temple. I've just always been, uh, I've just loved writing and making videos and telling stories. And I've always been that guy. Again, you know, we're too old for TikTok. And if you think about your time in high school, I'm sure, uh, you know, we didn't have video phones, right? We didn't have camera phones, or at least most people didn't. And for my 18th birthday, I got a handheld camera. Oh, yeah. so and at you know i was the annoying guy that was filming everything and my friends hated it you know and uh you know i've just so long story long i just always love making videos and stuff and then um i had heard about tiktok and initially i'd asked my i have a couple younger cousins i asked them about it and you know at the time my cousins were in like seventh grade. And they were like, yeah, TikToks, that's that's an app for young kids. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you're in seventh grade and you're saying that. I was like, way too, like, no way, <laughs> right? So I stayed away for a while. It might've even still been musically at the time. It was actually crazy. Um, uh, I was down the shore. It's related to my grandmother, but I was down the shore. So in 2019, she had a little visit to the hospital, a bit of a scare. um, But she was coming out but she was still in rehab like she moved from the hospital to the rehab place i was down the shore by myself typically we go down labor day weekend but i was down there by myself i was a little bored and i was like all right let me play around with this and you know i made a couple videos and then i uploaded an old video from youtube um to uh tiktok and you know it was a video and i think i had it on instagram before you know it's it was just an old video i was like let's see what happens and I don't know, like I don't remember the exact number. I think if I go back and look, it's around half a million now. But I think like it like shot up to like two hundred thousand views, and I'm like, this is crazy. Like this is like I have no, follow- I know no one on this app. I didn't tell yeah. the cousins I mentioned. I didn't tell them I was on TikTok for like until they found me on their own because I was like embarrassed. You know, I don't want to be that weird older cousin on TikTok when they're too old for it. You know, so like. <laughs> But the point is, like, I knew no one on TikTok, and that's why I think TikTok's so amazing because it just, like, you know, and and that's why I love what you guys are doing. How there's like, you know, elements of TikTok, like giving TikTok or fashion TikTok, like you talked about in a podcast I listened to, and it's like TikTok figures out what you like, and they'll put that in front of you, you know. And it's just like it, it's really, really interesting to me, and um, you know, so a lot of my content on TikTok is with my grandmother and you know i try to do other videos and uh you know if it's just me like trying to be funny they'll be like we don't want you put your <laughs> grandmother back on and then there are sometimes i'll do videos of like my uber rides like i do like a uber confessions on youtube and i'll put them on and they get some pretty good feedback um but i think again tiktok just knows like right away like the person who watches the late night uber rides is pretty different than the person who watches my grandmother um, and so t- for somehow TikTok's just like, all right, we'll put this here and put that there. And like I heard you guys mention it too, how like how hard it is to find content on TikTok. And as frustrating as that is, that's also I think part of the reason it works so well because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we're just gonna give you exactly what you want. And then you're going to get another thing that's exactly what you want. And like, you're just like always happy, you know, until that one time where you're trying to show a friend and you can't. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, you mentioned your Uber videos. We're definitely going to talk about those later because we absolutely love them. Both of us, I know, did a deep dive into watching your YouTubes. And I know you have some on your TikTok and they are hilarious. Oh,
2: very cool. Thanks. <laughs>
1: Yeah. But I could totally relate to I, I studied film and like was that annoying person also in my high school with a video camera where my family would just be like, don't film me, get permission, like the most annoying. And it's funny because we have people saying, like, if you've studied film or you're into communication, like, how can you take TikTok seriously? But exactly what you said, I think it's built for, you know, the next step in media. So what you're saying about, you know, how it kind of just brings that all together is is why it works so well.
2: Yeah. And I completely agree. And it's like, um, I, I've really liked the story you guys told about Cheerios on the one podcast where it's like Cheerios figured it out and they're doing it right. And then, uh, I don't know if it was you or a guest that mentioned that there was another brand that was getting free marketing. I forget who it was. Sheryl Williams. Yeah. And they take it down. It's like, what are you guys doing here? And there is that, um, I don't know if, you know, you had a similar experience. You went to NYU film school, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's like, I don't know if it was similar there or different, but like, I know when I was at Temple, like it was very like, be mindful of what's on Facebook and be mindful of like, you know, what's out there and And don't get me wrong. It is still good to be mindful, but I would love to hear what you guys think, you know, because we're similar age and we have that perspective. One of my favorite comments is like, y'all are getting too comfortable with this app. (laughs) And there is an (laughs) element where like, there's a line that I know it's there where it's like you probably shouldn't post that as like a 15 year old, you know? Mm-hmm. But then I'm like what's really going to come of it? You know? Like it's it's a really I I'd love to hear your perspective. And that's coming from someone who's like not a parent. You know, I know my parents wouldn't want me to post that when Facebook was new to us. They were like be careful, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. But I love that there's this new trend that's like when 15 year olds now, and they'll show a 15 year old dancing, yeah, right, and like revealing clothing, and then right. 15 year olds like when I was a 15 year old, right, right. and they'll show someone like role playing with their friends as right. Harry Potter or some right. like literary right. figure. Uh, so it just it just shows how different it is because I mean, and I guess we didn't even really have YouTube to put stuff up. I'm always really thankful that TikTok and that stuff didn't exist when I was in high school or middle school because who Knows what the internet would find on me. So, to your question, like I don't know the answer. Like, I don't have a crystal ball to see the future of what will happen to these 15, 16 year olds, but it, they'll definitely be. I feel like people get PhDs in, in studying things like that. Yeah.
2: And it's crazy too, you know, thinking about, see, I always think about like, you know, if so, my senior year, I lived in a house, I think, with eight guys. And it's, like, if we, like, bar Barstool was invented then, but it wasn't a thing. Like, Instagram wasn't a thing. And it's, like, dude, every weekend we would have been trying to do something stupid to get <laughs> right. on Barstool, you know? Like, in the moment it would have been bad because we would just try to, like, top each, you know, just something really stupid, you know? And then what you just, like, thinking about finding, like, in – Not only will people be studying it, you know, getting PhDs in the study. This, those people with PhDs will have some twenty-five-year-old video on TikTok of them doing like some ridiculous trend. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: It'd be funny to see your surgeon doing, you know, the renegade or something. You know what I mean? Like, Like, it's just weird.
1: Yeah, well, actually one, there's already people getting in trouble for posting TikToks. There was the gay, you know, TikTok nurse who like had a TikTok video getting a vaccine. And then they were on that trip to Puerto Vallarta in Mexico where the ship capsized. So they were basically in a COVID hotbed in a party. And people on TikTok are putting them on full blast to be like, how can you, you know, be this hot doctor and worried about COVID and then right. attend this party in Mexico. So it's like yeah. TikTok exposing people. Wow, that I way. Didn't hear
2: about that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh.
1: I want to get back to uh, your content with your grandmother. One one question I had, because one of my favorite videos is her putting like a crazy amount of garlic powder on her eggs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you take after her? Do you also do that? Like where did, where did she get that from? So it's
2: so funny because uh, a friend, I had seen him in July. And I got pizza and I cut up raw garlic and put it on the pizza. And that same friend, he's like, I, he got a message about that video. Cause that video went everywhere. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I just saw him. He was putting, he put a whole cl- clove of garlic <laughs> on a slice of pizza, like grandmother, <laughs> like grandson. And I a hundred percent get it from her. Uh, she's Armenian and uh hundred percent Armenian. Uh, she used to be a, great cook she she was a great cook you know when she was she didn't cook for like the last five or ten years of her life but uh she was a great cook and she would make all this armenian food you know seasonings but garlic was like always very like she poured on the pizza and stuff and she always <laughs> says it was really healthy and sure enough it is antibacterial and antiviral and like i've always eaten it i've graduated to um raw garlic during the pandemic just for like health purposes and you know if if i'm ever like you know out and like in a situation where i was like i might have been exposed i'm like cutting that garlic up when i get home um because i really believe in the power of garlic and you know she does does too and so like when she said in the clip she's like this is what keeps me alive like she's not kidding um she uh it's always been a staple of her diet and um you know I always say like garlic and she eats a lot of vegetables um but like she had a terrible like terrible lifestyle like ate so much junk food like she smoked for like 60 years of her life and she still like ate a lot of garlic and vegetables so it, you know it kept her going for 89 years which is i think pretty impressive but
0: absolutely yeah, yeah. I, it's funny because like my grandparents too who some have passed still here but like that was always the weird thing too is they were like i smoke i drink i have diet coke with every meal yeah. and it's like you know here we are like trying to like go vegan and keto <laughs> right. and all this stuff yeah. and it's like these people have lived like <laughs> yeah. for 80 90 years i have grandparents who lived over a hundred and just ate Crap! Like, yeah. t- like, not like, really awful. My grandma yeah. just ate like grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, like that was yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It works.
2: Yeah, and like that. At least, I mean, hand hygiene. I guess you say like I'm washing my hand the second I touch something. I'm not touching food. And my grandma, I'm like, I, I was like. When do you ever wash your hands? Because I don't mm-hmm. know what. And she would take the scissors that she would use to cut coupons out and then, like, cut her chicken. Oh, and she God. just, and it's like, what are you doing? You know? And, like,
0: I don't know. It's yeah. Like, oh I had a,
1: a grandmother who lived to a 100, almost 101, and she would leave half eaten fruit out on the counter for like days, there'd be flies. And then she'd come back and eat it. And she's like, what's wrong with it? Just things you would never imagine. But like, that's just how they grew up. Like that's how how
2: anything out. Yeah,
1: exactly. No waste.
2: Sorry. Hey, sorry if I'm all over the place. Reel me back in if you want to talk more about my grandma. So I'm just like, I'm so excited to talk to like two people my age that understand TikTok because I'll send TikToks to friends and they're like, they're gold. Like, this is just gold I'm sending you. And they'll respond like, I still don't get TikToks. They're like (laughs) 15 years old and they're in their parents' house and they're like lip syncing someone
0: else. I was like, that's not the point. It's a joke. Laugh at it. You know? Yes. I'm just
2: so excited to talk to you guys.
0: We are just as excited. Literally at this point, like it's so funny how the people we've been talking to, every single time we end a call, I talk to Dean and I'm just like, We keep finding people we would genuinely be friends with. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I'm hearing your story, both me and Dina. Yeah, I got a video camera in high school. I have, like, (laughs) weird, I made, like, parody music videos that are on YouTube, you know, like, from 20 years ago. I'm going to have to
2: find them. If they're still up there, I'm going
0: to find them. No, no, no. But, like, I know for sure, like, you were probably doing that same shit do oh, i doing it, it now, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the where
2: it's like I, I know my audience doesn't really like it, but I just love doing it, and I'll post these videos, and it we'll won't get a lot of likes, or views or whatever. I'm like, I don't care. I love this stuff.
0: Yeah, no, we, and that's like, yeah, there's this whole community on TikTok, especially I think people our age who like, yeah, we we're, we're, we don't feel like we have to be on TikTok in the way like as a teenager, and even yeah, if you think of like us as teenagers we like had to be on Facebook it was like you weren't anybody if you didn't have a Facebook mm-hmm. and so that might give us like a sense of freedom as like people like millennials who like we don't need to be on TikTok we shouldn't be on TikTok but yeah. it's like it allows us to look at it from like a more light-hearted way to just enjoy it to just have fun with it like I, and I'm curious to hear more from you too since you did transition sort of from YouTube like because so many people we've spoken to, they didn't go into TikTok thinking like, I'm going to monetize this. Like, I'm going to, this is how, you know, nobody, I still don't understand how Charlie D'Amelio has made this much money on TikTok. Yeah. I but like, it's, I, I, I'm curious how you've found community on TikTok and yeah, like just like creating content. And you were able ultimately to actually like create a brand out of it, which is insane. Was that your, your initial thought or that was just like something that you were like? Oh my God.
2: Okay. I guess my MO is just like, like I said, I love telling stories. I love making videos. I love writing. Um, Actually, the whole reason I started posting on YouTube was because I wrote a book. Well, I was writing a book and I was like, hey, if I'm going to write a book, I'm going to need an audience to like give it to. And it's just like, I just thought it would be easier to uh, build a YouTube than like a blog at, you know, it was 2000. fifteen or sixteen and it's like there's so many blogs out there and I don't know how many people read the blogs. I didn't really oh, read yeah. blogs, but I watch YouTube a lot. So that's why I uh started uploading the YouTube. You know, it's the classic like, oh I'll just film a couple videos, one of them will go viral and then I'll have a but <laughs> you know what I mean? And meanwhile, four years later, uh it I it took me like four years to or Three years maybe to break a thousand subscribers or something crazy like that. I don't know. I was just looking at because I just broke a hundred thousand and I was looking at the the chart of like my subscribers, and it's literally like 16, 17, 18, nothing. And then it's like that. Wow. And it's it's just kind of like it's bizarre. TikTok's the whole reason my YouTube is working. Um, and that's part of the reason why I really leaned into TikTok. This is one of my favorite TikTok stories ever. And this like really puts into perspective what uh, TikTok can do. So I had this video on YouTube for two years, a puppy video. And uh, I brought a puppy into my Uber and like, you know, surprised passengers with it. So the video was on YouTube for two years and had 800 views. I did absolutely nothing to the video. I didn't change. Like sometimes they talk about change the title, thumbnail, hashtags, you know, a couple years ago. But I did absolutely nothing to change the video. I uploaded like a 45 second clip of it to TikTok and was like full video on YouTube. And that got a million views on TikTok. And a bunch of people from TikTok went to YouTube to watch that video. And the video that had 800 views in two years got like 10,000 views in two days just from people going from TikTok to see it. And then the algorithm on YouTube picked it up. It was like, hey, this is a video people are going to want to watch. So they put it in front of people. Uh, I think it has like two and a half million views now, but like a bunch of other, like in total, like of all the other people that share it and like people take the video on Facebook and people steal it. And that thing has like well over 50 million views, like easy. TikTok's amazing because TikTok recognizes like, hey, here are the people that are going to want to watch it let me put it in front of them. And they liked it. These people liked it so much. They wanted to watch it more on YouTube where it's like, if you showed that to a million random people, maybe, you know, 1% of them goes to YouTube, but the people showed it to TikTok, 10% of them went to YouTube. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, it's just so interesting what such a specific algorithm can do. And when it does that, It knows what the person likes and, you know, what's going to push their buttons and what's going to get them engaged. It's really like you can you can do a lot with it, you know, as a as like a brand or a marketer or something like that, you know, or even like, you know, a politician or whatever, you know, like whatever, whatever it's 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 it's, it's, it you start getting a little scared the more you think about it you know mm-hmm. like if you're in control of your mirror the
0: phone
1: <laughs> no i i love that story so much and it's interesting because a lot of the creators we've spoken to try like their tiktok blows up they have over a hundred thousand million followers and they try to get people over to instagram and a lot of them have trouble converting to instagram so that i i find that some people haven't figured out but the fact that you know, the story you just told with converting people to go over to your youtube i think that's a testament to you know your your skill and your storytelling, but also the power of TikTok. So that's really incredible.
2: Yeah, I so I I appreciate the compliment, but I think it's more TikTok because it's just like <laughs> they knew that whoever was going to see this likes it and. I totally agree, and I actually, I, I, uh, you shared um, when you talked about uh, the video about my grandmother's passing, and I was like so happy. I remember you said you were like he posted this video, and he asked me to go to YouTube, and you were like, oh, I got to go to YouTube, but you did anyway. <laughs> and it's like that was part of it because I've learned that too. I've learned that from talking to other people, like it's really hard. To take someone th- the same thing from TikTok going to Instagram, it's really hard. I worked with a creator; he had like twenty thousand followers from Instagram, but couldn't get like couldn't break a hundred on YouTube. Like he just couldn't get anyone from Instagram to YouTube, and like people just like they don't want to do that effort. And it sounds silly, and it sounds ridiculous because like we all know what actual hard work is. You know, like we all everybody on, on Earth is taking the trash out. Not that not that taking the trash out is hard work necessarily, but it's like, I'd much rather switch an app than take the trash out, you know what I mean? But for some reason, when I'm watching TikTok, it's like, the last thing I'm going to do is go to YouTube. You know what I mean? And and so, you know, and that was part of it too, where I was like, if it's on YouTube, it's only going to be the people that are actually interested. And it's also more of like, you know, at the time, and then eventually I did share it on Instagram and I did share it on TikTok. And, you know, part of that too was like, you know, you understand the apps kind of what we're talking about. And it's like the, the way people reacted on YouTube was like more of people that would take the time to go figure it out. we like <laughs> so in the video I share on YouTube, I'm like I said, like part of this is, you know, as a creator and I've talked to other creators about this, You you learn eventually where it's like you'll when you have a big enough, when you're blessed to have a big enough audience, this isn't a complaint, but when you have a big enough audience, there's going to be people that will ask a question about something that was in the video. You know what I mean? Like the, if you actually watch the video, you're like, how are you asking this question? That's what the video is about, right? And it's like, you know, I've had videos where she said how old she is and someone in the comments will be like, well, how old is she? And it's like, well, she totally she she t- said, right? And sure enough, when I finally posted on TikTok a video really being pretty direct, somebody commented like, oh my God, I thought you said she passed. Or I thought you were going <laughs> to say she passed. And it's like, I did say that, you know? It's like, come on, man. Again, at the time, like... If that comment happened, you know, the first three, four weeks after it happened, I probably would have been pretty upset. You know what I mean? And I, my natural instinct would have been like fire back at him or whatever it is. But it's like now at the point you move on, it's like, you know, somebody says something. It's 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 the Internet, you know, you, you chalk it up to that. But, but yeah, so so part of it, you know, time time does hear all wounds. Actually, my grandmother always says that this too shall pass. And, um, you know, that's not just situations, but also feelings about situations. Yeah tiktok's a little more freeing and part of the reason i th- i think that it's hard to get from tiktok to instagram is like instagram's a little more personal you know like instagram's like I don't like people post updates on instagram you know like people will share news on instagram where on tiktok maybe a bunch of big creators will share it and even like medium-sized i mean anyone can share it, but it's like you'll see if you look at their views it's like okay their joke videos are here here and here their announcement video for this thing is like a quarter of the views you know and that's just the algorithm saying like hey people aren't really interested in this you know
0: and it's super weird because like the way the platform works too like thinking about you posting that video of like hey my my grandmother's passed like Imagine that just showing up randomly on someone's page right, who didn't right, know, yeah, it, that's another- which is what, exactly. that's how TikTok yeah. is versus, you know, Instagram's not like that. YouTube's not like that. So that's the weird thing too, is it's, it's, cause sometimes I'll get videos too, where I'm like, I don't wait, what? Like I missed the first part of this story or the, this is a part yeah, five yeah. of something. So it's, it, TikTok is very unique in that part too, that it's like, there is a way to build a following and build people who are just following you. In, in the same way, there's a lot of strangers who might just come to your yeah. account for, with right. no context and no other reason. So it's like a weird dynamic on TikTok that I think doesn't exist elsewhere.
2: That's a really good point. I never thought of that. And that really does explain like even on Instagram, if you're stro- scrolling through stories or going down your feed, you at least follow that person. And so like, even if it's a totally random post from them, it's like, oh, you know them, or at least at some point you did and you click follow, you know, and on YouTube, you're choosing every single video, like on YouTube, thumbnails and titles are really important because you're never just signing on to YouTube and they're playing a video. You have to choose it yourself. TikTok, you don't choose anything. It's mm-hmm. just given to you. Yeah. And then your preferences over time kind of choose for you, but that, that's really interesting. I never thought of it like that, and that is why it does feel so like freeing, I guess, and personal. Because as a creator, you know, like, yeah, who who's gonna see this? You know, like, or yeah. <laughs> like on Instagram, I'm like, you know, my cousin might see this because they follow. <laughs> right. You know what I mean?
0: And I think it makes sense for you to have been like, hey, go to YouTube to watch this for that same rationale. Like, right, exactly. Somebody who. Like oh. wants to watch that information and knows you and already knows the context versus somebody on TikTok who who might not. So I like you knew that even if you didn't think of it yet. Yeah. I feel like you They're knew that. For a laugh. Yeah.
2: And then they get this, and that. then it's like, you know, oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: What's on your for you page these days?
2: Oh, I'm all over the place. Uh that's a good question. I uh a lot of current events. I don't get a lot of dancing videos anymore. Like I would in like when I started, but like none. I get a lot of uh, I get a lot of stitches, like mm-hmm. a lot of stories. Like I, I guess TikTok knows I love stories. I never thought of that. That's kind of weird. I there's like there's like certain sounds that I just love, and I just feel like TikTok knows it. And man, I, I don't know. I I haven't really been. I just kind of go on there. I get like sucked in. You know. What's what's on your guys for you page?
1: I, like, similarly, I keep getting so many Stitches, like, favorite celebrity interview or favorite rich person experience. And it's, like, overwhelmingly taken by Stitch stories these days. Yeah.
0: Mine's a lot of mostly, like, comedy. There's one video, literally, I was crying laughing. I feel like you would like it. It's, Eddie, it's, like, this dad in a bathtub and he fell asleep. And the bathtub was just, like... Overrun with bubbles, and so the video is just like his wife and his daughter being like, "Dad, like, what happened?" And he's like, "I fell asleep. I fell asleep in the <laughs> And like, of course, like his wife starts yelling at him, she's like, yeah. "You could have died in there!" And he's just like, yeah. "So what?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. I feel like, like TikTok knows my sense of humor. It's a lot was of just it like funny. Was it planned or was it planned? That, I don't think so because actually, if you, I looked at the people's account because I was like, oh, is this like a joke account? Like, right? It's like his daughter. I think is like trying to be a country musician, and so oh, no I way. definitely think this was authentic because, like, no. the rest of her content is not jokes. I think and so, really well, happened. Yeah.
2: And I asked that because you know I'm trying. Obviously, like, I, I it goes without saying a lot of comedy. Like comedy. Like I was trying to think like what kind of comedy and like. I do notice I get a lot of like real moments, like real funny moments versus like, if it's like planned or even like, there's a couple of accounts that are like, there's a couple, I forget their name, but like they're like faking or acting. Like it's like a skit they make mm-hmm. and I, I don't like them, you know, and I, I haven't seen as much and I like the real, like I love the real, like just a real human funny moments. I love that, and then I, I do have a a good amount of music. There's this there's this one uh, account that I love. I feel like you would love it too. Jacks write songs or Jacks or something, but she's got a beautiful voice, first of all. But she does like she does like you know the song Stacy's Mom,
0: yeah.
2: But she'll do that, but from the mom's perspective.
1: Oh, that's great. So I, like, that. I, can, I can watch
2: stuff like that all the time. She's got a really nice voice. Oh, she's really so talented. Cool. So yeah. Things like that there's like there's this other guy dumb dumb guitar songs i'm like i will sing his songs all the time he just has the funniest funniest stuff and and part of that too like he's from minnesota and it's just like so cool to me to like you know he's singing about like minnesota winners and stuff like that and he's not in nashville or new york or la which i feel like that's like where like on instagram it's like everybody who's trying to do something goes there and it's like it's really cool to like just see like hey he's you know, just singing about like playing puck on Lake something. I don't even know, you know.
1: <laughs> so each week we discuss a side of TikTok. So we thought it'd be perfect to talk about giving TikTok with you, which is like, you know, charity or philanthropy. And we love that you're giving the proceeds from Granny's Mask to charity the mass are great. I hope you talk about them later and anything we can do to to help get the word out would be great.
2: Awesome. Thank you. So
1: yeah, so the first account we wanted to talk about, and I think she's she's huge. I think she was on the Kelly Clarkson show. Her name is Lexi Lately, and she does the Venmo challenge. So she'll have her followers donate Venmo money to her, and then she displaces the Venmo money to people in need and I think she's in Nashville and she, and she's up to, I don't even know how much money, but it's could be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars that she's given away now. Do you know of her account?
2: Oh Yeah, I follow her. I've been following her for a while. I actually messaged her. I wanted to do something. Um, I wanted to collab with her and I'm hoping after, you know, the lockdowns, once it's safe to, uh, we'll be able to, but yeah, I am a huge fan of that account. I think it's so cool what she's doing as somebody who, you know worked in i guess you call uber the service industry but um and i worked in uh, i worked at pf chang's for 6 years, 6 years in high school and college worked at dave and busters for that was like <laughs> 2 months i could not take that job that was the worst job i think oh, no. i ever had. <laughs> but uh but yeah like i i fully understand like man you get a it sounds silly and crazy but you get a 2 dollar tip on uber and it's a game changer like it changed you know all of a sudden my coffee's paid for it, you know and the thing about her that's really cool that um, I almost find inspirational, not almost, I do find inspirational. I, I'm by almost, I mean like I'm trying to implement it more in my own life. She says she's never, she's never like decided not to tip someone, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's really cool because it's like, You know, sometimes I'm prone to be like, well, does this person like, why does this person treat me like this? You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And she she made a really good point. She's like, you know, I don't know the moment before. I don't know what they just found out. I don't know what news they just got. I don't know what they're going through. At the end of the day, they're people, too. And I'm here to help. And, you know, this is just the time that it happened to be. And I just think that's so cool, because that's like a totally like it puts things in perspective.
0: Yeah, it's I feel like the past year too. like, it's in the rear view mirror now. Thank God, all of us just felt terrible most of the time. And like, yeah, you were saying like the news just put the worst people on like constantly (laughs) like, and it just like, it's been so nice to have this little corner of TikTok where like, people are doing good things. And they're not like, They're not even exceptional people like this is any of us could have started doing this. And like, it's so cool to see the TikTok community come together and Venmo just like a few bucks that turns into a few hundred bucks. One of my other favorite accounts is at Isaiah Garza, I-N-T-L. And he got like blew up recently because I think he's in L.A. And there was a homeless woman who he had this video where he like pulls up in his convertible and he's like, Hey, and she pops out of, you know, unfortunately in LA, there's like the tents of homeless people. And, um, he's like, come in. I'm going to like, he gives her like a makeover. They go, I think to like H and M or somewhere. He gets her clothes. And ultimately the story goes on. And I think he's got her like permanent housing now. Yeah, and it's just like, so. oh, yeah, all these people on TikTok are, are, then mowing him money and like, hey, like help her out. Like, it's just that one I was looking at some of his older stuff too. He gave a guy health insurance for like a year. Like, it's just really cool that like these people, again, like it's that authenticity on TikTok. You feel like I know this dude. And and actually I can give to this dude to give to people who need right. it. It's How cool is that. So cool.
2: Yeah. And it's like, and I know you guys mentioned this before, it's so positive, you know, like I'll look at the comments and like, you know, I used to work in social work and, you know, I was seeing if any of the comments, you know, might just shed a negative light on things like that. And there's just so overwhelmingly positive and it's all like, it's just such good stuff because it's giving TikTok, you know what I mean? It's people there that like want to see that stuff. You know, and that are those kind of people, which I think just, you know, creates just a very great community, you know, in that little section of TikTok.
1: Yeah, the the only negative comments I've seen are like, oh, of course you're doing this just for a following and you have to film it. And, you know, some people think it's wrong to film homeless people or, or people in need. But I th- I guess my response would be, but think of the alternative, like, you know, you're helping and yes, you don't need to film it. But then they're using that platform to get other people to Venmo to get a community involved. So it's really building a community, not just as a way to kind of exploit people, in in my opinion. So any negative things that I've seen there, I, I think can be outweighed by by all the positive it brings to to a community and to individual people.
2: I, I completely agree. And I, I even think like, you know, you can see And, of course, you can't know for sure. You never really know anyone, um, you know, especially through TikTok. But it's like I have seen creators, creators where they're, like, giving money to a homeless person. But you can just tell they're, like, the camera's staying on them for too long. You know what I mean? Like, they're smiling. Look what I did. and It's that kind of thing. It's like, you know, when I think of that, uh, the guy with the homeless woman, like – from what i recall like most of the videos are going out like he's not even in it you know and he's showing her and and stuff like that and even when he is in it you just don't get the impression where it's like hey this is for me oh yeah Mm -hmm. you know like exactly and if if he he has like a jewelry line you know what i mean like what he's doing like isn't like related you know like it's not like he's promoting i just feel like you can get a sense from people and i think it's really cool where it's like hey this person's doing it for you or this person's doing it for them, or this person's doing it for someone else, and a lot of times I think those comments are people that are just like either jealous that they didn't think of it, or you know, just they're so selfish that they can't imagine doing it for someone else themselves. You know what I mean? Because I don't know that—that's just my theory on it.
0: I think that's a good point. Yeah, one of one of my other favorites too. His handle is at a You can pronounce it right. We'll post it on the blog. But so his, I think, is pretty cool because he I think he just works at or he owns a gas station in Fresno and basically just a lot of homeless people come in and out of there and they don't you know, they'll try to scrounge up enough cash to buy like chips or something. Right. So he has using is using his TikTok. I haven't ever seen him on the app. Like there's no selfies. He'll just use it to like film the other people. And Venmo challenges, like, gets people to Venmo him. And he'll just say, like, hey man, like here's 150 bucks. Like get whatever you need oh, in the store. Oh, that's awesome. yeah, and that's and you know, like, I bet this was a guy just working there, saw this every day, felt terrible that like he couldn't do more to help these people. And he used the community of TikTok, the power of TikTok to just like fundraise and get these yeah. people food and water and like, yeah. And, and right. And it's like, yeah, he's used, he wouldn't be able to do that if he wasn't filming it, if he, if he wasn't promoting it. And like, right. it's done so much good. It's so cool.
2: Yeah, I'll have to check that out. That's really cool. I think people, uh, I think sometimes people just like think of, you know, likes and follows and views as like for some reason they think it's like bad, you know, and it's like, it's not, it, it's kind of like what they say about money where it's like money, you know, money doesn't make someone bad. It just magnifies whoever they were before. So if they were a selfish person or a greedy person or a generous person, they're just going to be more like that when they have money. And it's like, when you have a platform, I think it, you know, it's not a hundred percent true. I mean, I think I'm a perfect example of this. I mean, I, I recognize I'm a, early thirties guy. Just, I, you guys, I heard you guys say that in a podcast, early thirties. I was like, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to be early thirties for the next 10 years, yeah. but, <laughs> Same. but you know, I'm an early thirties guy and I recognize a lot of people are following for my grandmother. So it's a, it's not a lot of early thirties guys following me. And so I'm not going to share my humor. You know, it doesn't mean I'm being fake, but yeah. it's like, I'm not, you know, you can, you can still cater to an audience, you know, and not be fake. But I, I think the difference is like, you you don't necessarily have to use your platform or, or just because you're getting a lot of views doesn't mean you're being bad or greedy or selfish, you know, like you can still use that for a lot of good, you know, it's just, it's just a matter of who you are. And I'm a real big believer in like, what's that quote? The, uh, the, the 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 arc of history is long and it bends towards truth and it's like you know eventually the truth is going to come out eventually someone's going to get exposed eventually someone's going to realize this person's a fraud whatever and even if they don't for one out of a hundred. You know one person skates through his whole life being a fraud that means 99 people didn't so it's like you know at the end of the day i think as long as as you're authentic and it's like you know you're you're doing good you know views and likes and follows aren't necessarily bad i think i think it's a lot of people like getting jealous and not understanding how to be like that you know
1: yeah i totally agree uh the last one we wanted to mention i know you mentioned this on one of your youtube videos too is barstool sports now has a fund and so and I've I learned about it on TikTok and then I saw that you mentioned it on your YouTube as well. But the stool presidente is Dave Portnoy's handle on TikTok and I know he's a very polarizing figure and I know what you said earlier in the in the podcast you said that if you were you know in college now you'd be doing stupid things to get on Barstool and that's pretty much exactly the brand it is (laughs) but all these TikToks of of Dave kind of helping small businesses were coming up and like seeing those small business owners reactions were super genuine and i just had this whole other idea of you know them you know him using his platform and actually helping and i i'd recommend for you know people to to watch those TikToks and and even you know donate to to that fund because it seems like it's doing really great thing for small business in a time when when they need it
2: yeah and uh it's funny you say that because uh so my Following on TikTok is 80% female and my following on Instagram is 75% female. Um, On YouTube, it's the opposite. It's 75% male, which I I just think it's really interesting. But, you know, I know that... He can be polarizing. And part of the reason Barstool is so polarizing is because it's a very like macho masculinity. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, a lot, I, I mentioned, I like floated it out there to a couple free, female friends. And it's like, hey, you know that uh, Dave Portnoy guy? Oh, I hate him. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, hey, I got it. So I'm like, man, how do I like, because I think it's really great what he's doing. And I saw a couple of reactions too. And th- there was one reaction I was like, I think I'm going to share it on my TikTok. But the guy, he had a pretzel company, and he learned to uh, bake pretzels. Did you see this? He learned to yeah. bake pretzels, or he learned how to bake with his grandmother when he was a kid. And this is the first holiday he, you know, his grandmother passed, and this is the first Christmas without his grandmother. And I'm like, this is like this would scream to my audience, you know what yeah. I mean? And uh, so I was like, so I, I gotta, I think that'd be good to, sh-. but it's like, how do I like? explain to these people who if they know who he is they might be like why would you give money to that guy you know and it's like so i i on tick i'm or on the whatever video i made a joke like you know is say what you will about the guy personally his right. cheesecake reviews drive me crazy <laughs> um, if they do, uh, <laughs> the, the the really cool thing to me about and, and why you know i, I thought to be a good place to all the proceeds from the mask and everything from my website right now is going towards that is because the businesses that are being, uh, supported are only businesses that are continuing, continuing to support their employees. So like, as long as they didn't lay any staff off and as long as they kept people on there, they'll get funded. And like the, the guy with the pretzels that I mentioned with the grandmother, he said he actually tripled his staff during COVID because he had a lot of friends who couldn't find work otherwise. So I just thought that was like super cool. Yeah. Um, and you, you hear stories like that and, you know, it, it's really cool to, uh, you know, just to help out. And 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 again, it goes back to like the community. I, I, I don't I don't love talking about I don't love as weird as this sounds because I'm like, you know, known for home videos. Like I don't really like personal things. And uh, I made an Instagram post like in the first week since. I announced it, uh, we raised $1,100. And like, it's just, I don't know, I don't like talking about money. It's just kind of weird. But, you know, the next time I post, like, I really want to explain, like, I, I want to look at how many orders we've had, because I think we've had over 200 orders. And it's like, the average order is around like 20 or 30 bucks, you know, and it's like, this is just the result of, you know, what the, the money we're given a barstool. It's like, this is just a result of granny's following like chipping in together, you know, and it's like, it's just like the Venmo challenge. Like it's really cool to see what a community of people can do and like go towards good. And like, that's going to affect these businesses, which, you know, or it's going to affect their employees and it's going to affect the community and it's going to affect the employees, family and stuff like that. So it's, it's, I think it's really, really cool.
0: Oh, I do too. I love that. I'm so happy for you that you're doing that. All right. To round out this section, we'll just close with the question. Who are your favorite TikTok creators? I feel like I have the same similar taste as you, so give me some good recs.
2: There's this guy Stephen Hart, or his handle might be Stephen D Hart. He's a comedian in California. Um, I think he is absolutely hilarious. He does like I think he'd be great as a stand-up. I don't know if he even does stand-up, but he does like a lot of sketches and stuff like that. And he just he cracks me up. But oh, and then of course I have to say my friend Jimmy, the Jimmy Kerr. So uh, a buddy of mine from college, uh, he's actually so he's in a wheelchair and um, he's actually the book is about hanging out with that guy in a wheelchair because it was definitely it is definitely a unique experience. Um, And we have a lot of funny, crazy stories together. Um, And I've been telling him, like, dude, get on TikTok, get on TikTok. And uh, I finally convinced him. Maybe a couple of weeks ago we were hanging out and you know, nothing was going on. So we did that. And uh his first video got like I think it's like one point two million views or something crazy. He has like fifty thousand followers or oh three gosh. videos. Like, dude. You're killing me, man. But yeah, uh, okay, so he likes TikTok. He's like, we got, we gotta, we gotta make more videos. So, how about you guys? Give me a recommendation to check out.
1: I just sent Melissa. This is this has to do with my like obsession with reality TV. There's someone called yeah. at the Talk of Shame, and she does these like Bravo reality TV breakdowns. And I'm a big Bravo lover, and the no, way really? she breaks it down. Is so funny, so entertaining, and she, and I feel like you, you get kind of news from her while also being entertained, while also like feeling connected to the crazy people who love Bravo like me. So she's she's one of my newest favorite creators.
2: And see how crazy is that? Where I'll like I'll probably never
0: see that, right? <laughs> All right, so we'll close out with our lightning round. Uh, we'll just sort of rapid fire some questions at you. These are. Eh, Little New Year's trendy little not little all over the place. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> let's I'm it. Throw them at you. Um,
2: let, me, let me drink my coffee so I'm ready. Get a little caffeine. Yeah.
0: All right.
2: All right. I'm ready. <laughs>
0: First question: Do you have any New Year's resolutions?
2: Uh, yeah, but nothing. Um, nothing too concrete. Uh, I love what you. Somebody I didn't know. You know, but when I'm listening, I didn't know whose voice was who. But I think somebody said when they were in third grade. They gave up goal. They realized they can't meet gold, so they just gave up making.
0: Up. You know, yeah. That made me laugh
2: out loud. That was great. Yeah, but I'm similar in that. Like, eh, I don't know. I, I like to travel a lot, and like I said, uh, one year I did um, one trip a uh, one trip a, a month, and I said I was going to do that this year, but then I'm like. Well, everything's still closed, so I don't know. So we'll see, but I don't know. It may be a day trip. Um, also trying to get in the gym more, just the typical stuff. And then uh, I have these two book projects that I've been working on for a while, so I'm hoping to have that done uh, this year. But, uh, again, it's like I'm I'm similar in that, like, I'm kind of all over the place, and I
0: we're know. too old for resolutions. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We know too much.
2: We know too much. I like. Why well, disappoint myself?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, what is your prediction for 2021 TikTok trends?
2: Mm, TikTok trends. I think. Uh, I think the music industry really saw uh, how influential TikTok can be. And I think um, you'll see a lot more, like uh, you'll see a lot more musicians trying to get creators to do dances. You can kind of see it now, and I think you'll see more of it. They're making songs for TikTok. You know, they're making songs that like will lend themselves to a dance, or will lend themselves to like a funny little clip, like you know that you can use whatever it is. And so I think I think music's going to be really big. I don't know corporations like. Th- they seem to want to take their time with things, but I I I think they'll start coming around a lot more in 2021. I don't think it'll be like fully invested until like 2022. And then TikTok, as we know and love, will forever be changed. But because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it always goes. Yeah, totally. I always, when I think of trends, I like, we're not, I, I don't usually think of trends, but I always like, sometimes daydreamers think like, you know, first it was Facebook, then Instagram, then TikTok. And like, what's after TikTok? Mm-hmm i mean and so i'm starting to wonder if like it's going to like you know you got gamers on twitch and like there's these other things and it's like i wonder if like instead of like this one big thing it's going to start breaking into little niches or niches niches however you say it it's one of those words i always see but i never know how to say it
0: (laughs) i feel like we've said that on the we've said that word on this podcast hundreds yeah. of times and we say it different every time. And I still have yeah, no yeah, idea right. what the right one
2: is. All right. I'm glad I'm not the only one.
0: <laughs> we need to get a linguistics professional
1: on here to uh, teach us how to pronounce it correctly.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: I, lo- I
0: love that prediction though.
2: Yeah. I, I do think like, um you know, it's going to be a lot more like, and you even see it on TikTok. I mean, this is what, what you guys do, which I think is really, really smart. How like you talk about the little, communities on TikTok. You know, I think TikTok even realized that and kind of creates that.
0: Yeah. All right, who would you want to be in your hype house?
2: In my hype house. Uh, well, you guys obviously. This is a we lot. We made of fun. it into a
0: hype house.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd have to put Jimmy in there. Um that guy Dum dumb guitar songs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, there's a lot of people that like follow Granny. It's like, you know, I, I I listen to a lot of uh different creators and younger kids and it's like they like tick, they they well, not that they think it is, like TikTok famous is a thing or whatever, but like I don't know, I really just like the genuine interactions and like remembering that the person on the other side of the screen is, you know, just like me, you know? And it's like I don't care how many if they have more followers than me or less. Like you know, at the end of the day, it's like who who cares, you know? So I, just anyone I I want in my regular house, I guess. Probably not the coolest answer, but it's like I, I guess let me put it like this: I wouldn't want to be in a hype house. I would want open doors. If you're a good time, come on in. If not, if you're going to be weird or uh, you know be a clout chaser, I want no part in that. I just want to have a good time, you know.
1: Well, sign me up. I'm going to start yeah. looking for houses for our high house tomorrow. There you go. Uh, what's the best advice that your grandma gave you?
2: Oh, man, so much good stuff. Probably this too shall pass. Um, pretty much like whatever uh, bad situation or, or good situation. I think it's good to remember in good times. You know, it's, it's when things are good. You know, it's not going to last forever. But like basically nothing lasts forever. She always says this too shall pass. I think the coolest thing about my grandma was, like, she wasn't really one to say to, like, she wasn't, like, she wasn't that wise old lady, you know, she was just, like, angry and frustrated and said what she thought, and, you know, it's like, it was more like seeing her, I guess, than uh, the advice she gave, but, like, just to be 89 years old and be, like, that fearless and that, like stubborn and that like i'm gonna say what i think it's like i don't care what you think you know like and it's just kind of like i don't know it, it it really puts things in perspective especially talking about the same thing you know about the hype house like does my grandmother's followers matter now you know what i mean it's like at the end of the day you just got to be yourself because what's important being more invested in feeding her cat than you know a million views on TikTok. And mom, you got a million views. All right, great. Give me the cat food. I need to feed Crystal. And it's like, you know, because at the end of the day, like what what's really important? You know what I mean? So I, I think more what I saw than what she said, but definitely this two shell pass is something that I that I always think about and I share with others when when they're going through it.
0: What's the worst advice she ever gave you?
2: The worst advice she ever gave me. Oh man <laughs> Well, I mean, she never wanted me to go out. Like, she never thought it was a good idea. Like, she never wanted to be like, why are you going out on Saturday night? That was, uh, you know, she was always against that. She was always against, like, oh, she was like, why are you traveling? You're always traveling. Why don't you ever stay home? (laughs) Yeah, like, she didn't want me to move in the city. She was very, like, (laughs) anti-fun in the sense that, like, you know, because when you were her age, or at least from what I understand, like, that generation didn't go and get an apartment in the city. You know, they lived at home until they got married, you know, and like they didn't like go to, you know, they didn't go on a road trip in South Dakota just to see sights. They not so much that she really told me what to do, but she was always like, what are you doing that for? But then again, she would do that when I would like make her dinner. So she was just like (laughs) she was always angry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite TikTok trend?
2: I feel like it would have to be a song. What kind of song? Oh, you know what? Right now, my favorite trend, and I want to do this with Jimmy. And usually, I would keep uh, keep an idea private, but you know, I think Jimmy being in a wheelchair, I think it's hard to replicate. Like how many other people? You have two guys, right? And you know that ghost trend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that is so cool, they Do that? It's amazing. And like I, somehow, like if I can like freeze as a ghost, and then he can run over me or something, <laughs> you know, like, run over the ghost, like. I think that would be really funny. I don't know how that all that, you know, the editing works and like I haven't tried it. I don't I don't know if you can do it with two people. We'll see, but uh the, the ghost trend I think is so and the song is so cool. Yes. Oh, I think it's so cool.
0: I love that.
2: Ghost. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That song is stuck in my head.
2: Oh yeah, I've that's I I've walk around singing that along with <laughs> two over <Dick> <laughs> Yes. All
0: right. Last one. What is your number one piece of advice? for tiktokers
2: number one piece of advice for tiktokers is just um you know have fun and don't don't worry about views or likes or or anything like that if that's something that you want i don't think there's anything wrong with wanting those things you know i I think you want to understand why you want those things you know you you hear so many yo i want to be tiktok famous it's like why You know, like, why do you want to be TikTok famous? So, like, people – so you can walk into the store and be like, oh, my God, you do the renegade so good. (laughs) Like, what? Like, what do you want to be – and maybe you want to be TikTok famous so you can get on commercials and you can, you know, get sponsored. And, like, you know, there's a part of me that, like, obviously, like, I need to earn money. But there's a part of me that's like, man, I don't want to, like – not be a puppet but like i don't want to like you know sell out or whatever you know i just want to have fun with this you know it's like don't get me wrong if the you know i'm I'm gonna do what's right for me but there's always that thought and it's like well i i don't want to and it's not just for me like my audience is i did a review on the the a dash cam. Someone sent me a dash cam once and it was $200. It was, it, it was more dollars than subscribers I had on YouTube. And my, and I did a review and I think reviews can be helpful on YouTube. And my friend messaged me and he was like, why am I watching this commercial for a dash cam? And I was like, well, cause I can't afford a $200. Yeah, dash cam right now." <laughs> yeah. but, but you know, now it's like, I don't want to sell my audience out and be like, Hey, I'm putting this in front of you because I'm being, you know what I mean? Like I really, I really, really appreciate the fact that I have this audience that I can share my stories with and share videos with. Um, Cause at the end of the day, my why is to get an audience so that, you know, if I write a book or, you know, make a movie or a screenplay, I can be like, Hey guys, check this out. You like my videos. I think you'll like this, you know? Um, and like, that's my end goal. So that's my why. So I guess my advice for TikTokers is like, don't get caught up in like views and likes and, and things like that because at the end of the day if if you don't have a why like what's the point point? and you go crazy you go crazy trying to yeah. like worry about that stuff
0: yeah well and it's like you said like that one puppy video like you never know like sometimes it's stuff that like you don't try that hard on or that yeah you filmed years ago that you just put up that gets a million views suddenly like
2: and and that's a perfect example because like if i was stressed that that like nothing about that video changed except that people saw it so like mm-hmm. if i was stressed that this wasn't good enough it's like no it was yeah. good enough it just it didn't get in front of people and then you can look at the flip side and be like wow this video has five million views but this isn't the kind of content i like to make so what am i going to do make content i dislike for the next 10 years of my life like no way you know i'd rather make content i really like and get not as many views you know i don't know it's,
0: that's cool. That's cool. All right. Let's plug some stuff. Tell us your website. Tell us what you're working on, where people can find you, all that good stuff.
2: Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, well, Eddie P. Doyle, Um, that's uh, Eddie Doyle was not available on uh, – I guess it wasn't available on Instagram and I'm, I'm not great at branding, but the one thing that I did do well is like, Hey, as long as it's consistent. So Eddie P Doyle on Instagram, Eddie P Doyle on TikTok, Eddie Doyle on uh, YouTube, you know, no, maybe I should tell, Eddie Doyle on YouTube, uh, AKA driver ed internationally known, locally disrespected Uber and Lyft driver. And then, uh, the websites, EddiePDoyle.com. Doyle.com. Uh, I did, uh, you know, we made a bunch of merchandise mass mainly, um, and the number one salesperson for our brand is no longer available to sell. So, so uh, and honestly, you know, I, I think it's flattering that I'm part of giving TikTok. But you know, there's it goes back to the why. You know, like I, I think it's important to share. I'm definitely not like as great of a person as like those other people are. So nice. I I have no business being mentioned with them. Part of part of my why for doing this selfishly is like. I just thought it was like a really bad idea to like tie, make that a source of income, you know, as I'm still like sorting out through it. It's like, cause then all of a sudden I'm like looking at old videos and I'm like, well, this isn't good enough. And why isn't this video working? And like, you know, if I'm trying to like turn it into like a livelihood, that's like, I just feel like that'd be really bad. You know what I mean? And I'd start like remembering things that, you know, in a way that I shouldn't. So, um, so, yeah, uh, I'm happy that we can use it for good. And um, truthfully, I don't know. I think she would be like, no, keep it yourself. But uh, <laughs> sorry, mom, I think it's what's best for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you can check that out, um, I do have a book available on there. I Hate you, Jimmy. So the guy I mentioned, uh, The Jimmy Kerr. Um, he is in a wheelchair. These are stories about our uh, just t- crazy times together we had in college and living together after. Um, there's a PG version. This is I wouldn't say it's R, but it's close. You know, there's some you know fun stories in there. Um, and then there's also a PG version that I made uh, for people in middle school and early high school if they're interested to called Perception is Everything. Um, but they're both on the website. I you know queen's gambit have you guys seen that or heard yeah. that yeah you know, that was a novel written 37 years ago
1: yeah
2: yeah and it just like just it's just taking off now and i'm telling you and i try to tell jimmy this it's like this this is i, I see so many movies i was like our story's better than yeah. these movies and it's true and i'm like i'm telling you one of these days you're gonna see this and you can you can be that person that's like hey I read the book before it was even made a movie, so that's my pitch for that. Guaranteed to make you laugh. And there's stories about my grandmother in it, so it's like a win-win. But, but yeah, if you think it's hard to get people to go from TikTok to Instagram, it's, you should try getting people to buy a book. But it's all right. Once it's a movie, it'll it'll be uh, people.
1: I can't wait to read it and we could talk to you for like three hours. This has been so much fun and we really appreciate your time and your content and for entertaining us and what you're doing to give back. So thank you so, so much for, for being here.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I, this is my first podcast I've ever been on. So this is, uh, and this was like, that's something I want to do in 2020. I want to, a lot of my content is like, it can translate to a podcast. So I was like, I should check that out. So this is the first podcast I was ever on. So this is awesome. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thanks so much for joining everybody. As always, if you like the podcast, rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Bye.